I need to go grab a brew. God, I'm sat in traffic for like 40 minutes. Mm. Terrible. <laughs> okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How oh, That's Garbage Media Production. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. No! Introducing host. Your hosts, Snake and Trav. The garbage. What is up? Travi's here. Snake is here. Travi's got a cold one. He's locked and loaded. Happy election day. It's a big day for democracy. I don't know how to say this, but no, I filled out my ballot and I left it on the counter and I have to drop it off by seven o'clock and it's 629. I don't think it's going to happen. If anything out here comes down to one vote and it doesn't pass because of me, I guess, I guess that's on That's me. on you. Yeah. Uh, psychedelic mushrooms were on the ballot this year, so. I guess I can't say that I helped pass that if that happens. Um, so I don't think you're kidding. No. Yeah. Decriminalization of psychedelic mushrooms. That's so funny. We voted on uh, marijuana today. Okay, so we're just yeah. three we're steps the, behind you. Three steps behind. Yeah. And I was actually reading it. Out, I had to read it out loud like three times to figure out what on earth it, the, it was even asking me to vote on. Cause when it's written in like, you know, kind of formal writing. <laughs> that's know, it's that's kinda... every question on the ballot. You read it three times. Yeah. And if you don't get it by the third time, you just don't answer. You just leave that one blank. Or if you think you finally have comprehended it well enough, you can put something down. But even then, you'll second guess, like, maybe that doesn't make sense. <laughs> right, right. Or is it like a double negative? Yeah, it was like some sort of neuro- neurological impairing fungi or something is what they had written down. It was really funny, actually. <laughs> it took hilarious. me like a second. Yeah, it said neurological impairing plants or fungi. I was like, what? Oh, mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, and then I started, I Googled it, and it was like, Colorado to vote on psychedelic mushrooms in November. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I would never have guessed that. That's funny, though. Uh, we voted like a couple hours ago, and as we were walking in, I did just a poor job prepping in general, but but she was looking at some sort of like teacher thing like that was saying like, vote for this, vote for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as we were walking through the door, it said like, put your phone away. And she goes, uh, on question, I think it was like question A is going to be blah, blah, blah. It's for the firefighters. And it kind of was in one ear and out the other. She was like, the firefighter said vote against it. I was like, uh, okay. And I got in there and I was filling out the ballot. I got to that question. I read it five times in a row. I had no idea what it was asking. And I finally just, in my head, I just went, no, I went, "Ah, that's for the firefighters. I voted no. I have no idea what I voted no for, but. So you don't know if you voted in favor of them or against them? Are you not a firefighter guy? No, I am a firefighter guy. Okay. At the end of the day. 
I don't know but, if what they were asking for was reasonable, but I picked the bubble that they were campaigning for us to pick. Oh, okay. Which was no, weirdly. Apparently, enough. yeah, voting against okay. something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Defund the firemen. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let's not do no. that. No. If my house burns down, I really want somebody to be there to, to you know, put that, clean up the clean up the carnage. Please. All right. Sorry. Now let's get to the <laughs> oh records. Oh my god. We really got off track there. Now let's get to the records because we do have a we have a guest picker waiting. That's why I was flashing my phone at you during the intro, Trav. I don't. I didn't do any prep here, so I'm I'm winging it. Okay. I can start with my record. Over the past week, it looks like I was 13 of 16. That includes two misses on the parlays. So, yet again, I'm basically 13 and 14, just Not under 500, and down another nine units for the week. This is. This is out of control. I'm approaching yeah. the negative 30 unit mark, it's, which is terrible. I started off real hot. I won a couple of Maxions. The uh, Service Academy under cash for like two units. I was up like six units at one point in the day. And then Clemson was an absolute crash and burn. Yeah. Had a couple other big plays. It's story of my season here. Everything I'm going in on heavy just continues to miss. So... I pledge to not go on, go in heavy on anything this week. It's all going to be one unit plays. Got to rate this ship. Yeah. Maybe just bunch it down too. Maybe just pick like, you know, I don't know. It worked for me this week. I just, I just bundled it down. I just did my six picks. Got four of them right. I had a unit and a half on all of them, except for Georgia. Evidently I had more than a unit and a half, which worked out nicely. I blew the parlay for us again. You're welcome. Yeah, no that's, problem. That's worth noting. I feel like I haven't missed on that thing, and maybe ever. I, I just keep getting it correct, but other people keep letting me down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I, I missed say, it once. I'll but. just send you like a once once gambling is legal in Maryland. I'm just gonna send you like a hundred dollar DraftKings gift card, okay? <laughs> just for sentimental reasons. I might have to just. I feel fade, like I owe you. I might just have to flip your pick. This I don't. This, I don't hate that. It's going to yeah, be tough with the guest picker, too. I'll probably ride I it. I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, so. we're more than due at this point. So four and three for you, Trav. So good week. Including the parlay. Yeah. So, gosh, if I would have got that parlay, it would have been a great week. Oh, yeah. Also so live. basically four and two in the six rack. Yeah. Yeah. Live bets? Good or bad? Live bets, not great. Okay. Live bets, not great. No. Did you uh, fall for the those Clemson? Those are exhibition. No, I knew you were going to, so I did not. Oh, did I? Yes, I did. I lied. I just lied to you. Little, get little Clemson that. action? Clemson and Bama action, yeah. Oh, and Bama action, yeah. Because that, yep. that was the failed teaser, like Bama minus yeah. seven. I never. I think that's the most shocked I've ever been in my life. Again, I would play that one. I would play that <laughs> I'd one play over. I'd play it again. I'd, I'd, if they I, were I guess we'll get tomorrow, to that game. Yes. I would double down and I'd bet it again. Yeah. Yeah, triple we'll, down at this point. We'll get to that game. Uh, yeah, so good week for Trav. Keep the momentum rolling. You're really starting gonna, to pull away in the standings. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I think you have about a 35-unit lead on me, which is funny because after the f- week zero, I think I was up like 10 units on you. So things have really, 
really swung here. You're going to come storming back. I think so. All right. Anything else? Should we bring the guest on? Let's bring him on. Brother? Hello? How was your weekend? Whatever tech issues you have, it can't be worse than what Matril did to us. So don't sweat it. <laughs> Can you hear me all right? There you are. Yeah, we got you. What's, What's up, BB? What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? You guys look healthy. Likewise. You look healthy as well. What's, Your mustache is, whew, man, gets better every time I see you. Honestly, though, it looks like it's coming in thicker. What's the what's the hoodie all about? I like that little patch, too. Voodoo. Oh, Voodoo Brewing. With the Voodoo yeah. Brewing. I love that. You uh, send some tire discounts to some people that you know that work there. They'll, they'll send you some swag. So. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Glad to have you, brother. Uh, Travi and I have not recapped a thing yet. Just went over last week's picks. Decent week for Trav. Bad week for me been that way for a while now uh any any action last week eb uh not really oh come on you had one what astros world series future nice put that in middle of september baby yeah yeah so he's just waiting that one out kind of like my bills bet he just had to wait until it just cashed basically yeah once it cashed now i can put some bets in finally what was it like five to one or worse or something uh yeah it was only like four to one i think i got like 350 maybe so S- still nice when it rolls into the account yeah yeah oh, right man. yeah i like that right yeah i'm excited so but yeah nothing else too much um you ready to fire some bets this weekend then yeah i'm all in baby i'm all, right. all in i've been practicing with uh chris's uh pick'em and it is not going well. So full disclosure, <laughs> I would just not take any of my advice. I, I can't get any thirty nine percent right now. So, oh no, kidding! That makes yeah. me feel better. I can't get any traction going in that thing. Like, I'll go two and three, two and three, four and one, and then it's just another one and yeah. four, or two and three. Yeah, then you think the big one's coming, and it never does. No, yeah, yeah, brutal stuff. So, but. All right. All right. Well, uh, this is the week. Yeah, let's get some momentum going this week. Let's let's go over the games here. We actually have some action rolling right now. I've got it on as background, but uh, no action action for me tonight. Does anyone have any early games here? Tuesday, Wednesday plays um, in advance. Otherwise, I'm going to skip them. I feel like there is one... Um, no, nothing. No, nothing for me on, on Thursday or Friday. Oh, I rarely touch that stuff. I'm, I'm like basically, if I see one on like a Thursday, I'm basing it off of like information I had from like six years ago. I'm like, man, that Kent state team, you know, it, they ran out of squad in 2014, but <laughs> this Josh Cribbs guy is good. <laughs> I think that is one of my, that is one of my plays. Uh, tomorrow i think i'm fading kent state but sorry i don't know why i I was scrolled down too far on my docket let's let's run through it's almost as if i've never done this let's run through last week's picks first week 10 okay yeah i was kind of confused there i was literally looking at this sheet and i was like oh maction's in front of me i was kind of like i was kind of like maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it that would actually keep the podcast under an hour but no we probably should talk about it So, so the first game uh week 10 
to go over was a Friday night game. Washington beats Oregon State 24 to 21. I actually put some eyes on this. Trav, did you put some eyes on this as well? Yeah, I was trying to get you to talk me into taking Oregon State plus three and a half. And I kind of wanted to do it. And then I saw that Chance Nolan wasn't playing. So I didn't do it. And that actually ended up uh, hitting just barely by a half a point win. Yeah, I was on it. I I don't know if I told you that or not, but I was on it. Uh, it was felt like the right side the entire game. I was a little bit yeah. worried that yeah. it was going to get backdoored there, but Washington must have settled for a field goal. I actually passed out at about 1 a.m. on Friday night just yeah. with anxiety that I was going to get burned by a late TD. How did I forget this ending? <laughs> yeah, it was like you were right the whole time, and then you were dead wrong because Washington had the ball at the goal line. And I want to say there was a drop pass on first or second down in the end zone. And then on third down, instead of trying to score, they just ran it to the middle of the field so they could kick the game winning kick on fourth down. It was incredible that you were able to kind of hold that off. I had no idea. I didn't even know they got down. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, I just saw. Oh, yeah. They were trying to punch the ball. And I think someone dropped a pass. He threw a bad pass to someone that was wide open. And then third down, they just moved it to the middle of the field and kicked it on fourth. So you should not have covered this one. Even though you were right the whole time. Felt right the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is anyone on this podcast a fan of Michael Penix at this point? Or can I have a minute to make fun of him? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's just... all you, brother. I was going to say... I mean, he did have that big win against Penn State. That's my only positive. Oh, yeah. It's an yeah. asterisk on that thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't really want to make fun of him as much as the announcer. For anyone that watched this game, the announcer just gloated over Michael Penix for 60 minutes straight. It was painful to listen to, especially as he was firing passes off defenders' chests and they were just getting dropped. I feel like there was five dropped interceptions. I have a quick theory. So I heard them say something about, I heard that guy say something about his form was really good. And obviously his form is terrible. I don't know why he said that. I do have a theory to why his form sucks. And if you look at his shoulder pads compared to like all the other QBs I watch, I feel like his are very elevated. And I'm wondering if when he has to throw, he kind of has to reach his arm out a little bit farther further to throw it. That's that's my uh, kind of anatomical guess at what's <laughs> happening there. I'll give you another theory. I saw a video of Tua throwing passes mirrored, and it all of a sudden didn't look that weird. There's a lefty thing going on too. Like okay, something about the lefty releasing a ball, they all kind of look like... Like I'm not giving him any credit. I do think his windup looks terrible. It looks like he's Tim Tebow when he's throwing the ball, but I think there's some 50% of that. It's just the fact that he's left-handed. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. So if you mirror the video, maybe just stand in front of your television the next time facing the other way and look at your phone. I'm going to do it. And tell me if it looks weird because the, right, the mirrored try. video too, I saw did it kind of fixed everything. All right, now, so into Saturday, biggest game of the weekend. One of the few games I put eyes on live, and I still didn't do a great job of watching in the environment I was standing in, but Georgia beats Tennessee 27-13. to uh, What From the moments I watched, I did not think this game was particularly close. The scoreboard looks kind of close. Any thoughts here, fellas? I laid zero. I did watch a good portion, though. I said I did watch a good portion of this game. It just was kind of a boring game. I don't know. It just seemed like Georgia had it from the start, and then it was just like, all right, you know, Tennessee's not going to win this. 
Yeah, there but was like that's all I, I mean. One moment very early on where I think it was the first drive of the game, Georgia might have fumbled the ball and Tennessee yeah, jumped on it and just it, like, yeah. oh, this could this is gonna be interesting. And then they settled for a field goal and then just didn't move the ball like at any point in this game until garbage time. They pretty much scored zero touchdowns and then they scored at the end. Kind of yeah, wild to watch. It was it was like not a uh, lot of points. Forty points. It was like um, Hendon Hooker had not seen a blitz or like competent <laughs> guys in the secondary all year. Like he did miss two deep shots. He like barely overthrew him, but it felt like anytime they blitzed this guy, which was, I don't know, 60% of the time. Like, I don't think I saw him throw at the blitz one time. He's just like panicking, taking sacks, skipping passes. He just didn't look good. I don't know if that's a fluke game or if that was like an exposure type of thing, but uh, I I don't have a ton of confidence in that guy to win the Heisman Trophy anymore or anything like that. Yeah, unless he just posts like huge numbers in these last few games against I don't know how much other tough competition they have, but I feel like they got all their hard games out of the way already. Yeah, I feel like they could but, win out because I texted you about that, Trav. I was shocked to see like someone put a percentage on their playoff chance and it was 65 or something. I had no idea. I think it's got to be. And losing by two TDs, it's going to look way better than losing 49 to three, you know, if it comes down to them in Oregon. So, yeah, that's so weird with the common opponent thing. It is weird. Yeah. So I guess we'll, you know, talk about that in a few weeks. I kind of hate talking about that stuff or just rankings in general yeah. at this point. I feel like it's a waste of time. But. It's all good. Oh, one last thing too. Did you guys see that the Tennessee Vol fans who I called these guys scumbags leading up to the game. They called Stetson Bennett's phone five or 600 times the night before the game. Did you guys see this? How did I miss this? His oh number got gosh. leaked, I guess. So they were just ringing his phone all night. And after he scored his first TD, I think his first two TDs, he ran one in, he threw one, he was throwing up the the call me sign. Oh. <laughs> it's hard not I to like that guy. I love that. After Ethan, after I turned off like the sixth alarm clock that you guys sent, I should have just been flashing the, you know, me pulling the plug out of the wall or something. Is this, <laughs> is this the story of when they set like 10 alarms and you're hidden in your house or something? Just in my room. Yeah. And they just kept going off. Did you Every guys like all 15 minutes? Did you guys all sacrifice your cell phones for this effort? No, for some reason everyone had alarm clocks. Ethan, were you involved in this? No, I wasn't there yet. I think it was real early on because I would have been in your room otherwise. <laughs> oh, that's but true. I, don't think I was there. Oh, okay, EB gets a free pass. Yeah, I basically only got like two hours. I was supposed to only get two hours of 15 minutes of sleep, and then they set alarms every 15 minutes. So I just don't think I slept. And everyone I pulled out of the wall, I was like. Well, that's got to be the last one. And then there was like five or six of them. <laughs> Anyways, that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> Similar circumstances. And actually, the one thing I did have in mind was I was thinking about doing that to someone. And I was like, I'd never do that. And then I think about all the times like we're drunk and we'll just like prank phone call anyone in our contacts. But on the same, like on the same hand, I wouldn't, if I knew you were about to like, take a standardized test the next day or go to a job interview, I wouldn't be like pounding your phone <laughs> the night before for a gag. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure, man. I guess I don't know. I saw Clay Travis in that Tennessee Vols poll last week, and I think I saw everything I needed to see. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right. Ohio State survives Northwestern 21 to 7. Travis, you probably missed a lot of these noon games because I saw some of that one. I saw the some of the first half. Okay. Piss and rain? Or is it just windy? Windy. Very windy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. this is the game where like the kicker kicked one in warm-ups and the ball stopped mid-flight. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. Did you actually see the video of it, E B? Yeah, it just like got to like to the middle of the end zone and just fell down. Yeah, how did it go from like twenty miles per hour to zero that fast too? It was very strange. But I've got jotted down here. Neither team surpasses eighty passing yards. Uh the the little of this game I did watch, a lot of Northwestern pounding the rock with that white guy, and it was working. Like he averaged, let's see, thirty carries, one hundred and twenty yards, and a TD kind of concerning for Ohio state. Like obviously it's hard to throw the ball. The other team kind of knows what you're doing, but if you can't run the ball that effectively on Northwestern and you're giving up four yards, a pop, some, some white guy named hole. I, I don't, I think that's a bad sign. I don't know if we have much room to talk though. Cause I mean, didn't we just beat them like 17 to seven? I, yeah, I mean, I guess where I'm going with them ready to play. I guess where I'm going with that is I don't know if Ohio State's I'm gonna have a hard time betting Ohio State when they play Michigan. Everything I've seen is like more and more. I think Michigan's just a better team than Ohio State. Yeah, I've went back and I've went back and forth on that. Um, you know, obviously we lay a lot of eyes on the Big Ten and a lot of common opponents. Uh I guess Ethan from, you know, uh from an ACC point of view, if you're looking at Ohio State and Michigan from what you've laid eyes on this year, what do you think? Let's say neutral. Think, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the game's in Ohio State, so I mean, yeah. I feel like it's huge. But, uh, I mean, I think Snake was right. There's just a lot of, like, red flags on some of these games where they should just be kicking the shit out of everyone. And they have, you know, what, three, like, first-round wide receivers and then C- and C.J. Stroud, and he goes out and throws 76 yards against Northwestern. I don't <laughs> care how windy it is. Like, I agree. Yeah, if there's able- a tornado on the field, he should be able to throw for more than 75 yards. Right? That's crazy. So, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. I guess, you know, Michigan's defense is not as good as it was, but I don't know. It just – Ohio State kind of scares me that – you know, I think on paper they're you know should be a top two team in the country, but they just haven't really shown it yet. Yeah, now they're favored by like forty this week. They're playing Indiana, so like I was looking at that spread. I was like, maybe they'll win by fifty points or something. But <laughs> oh, I think that I think they might. I mean, I got a firsthand look at it, and the one guy I thought was actually pretty reasonable. I'm blanking on his name. I think it's Jack Tuttle. He got hurt, and they brought in the backup and. I actually didn't look into this guy at all, but his, Oh, he's a freshman. Yeah. He was throwing absolutely terrible passes into the wind. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, that would be something to keep in mind there. I guess I'll be interested to see when this game rolls around though, how many points Ohio state will be favored by at, at home. And I guess you could probably subtract what three to four points from that. And assume if it's, you know, neutral site, uh, you know, who would actually be favored. 
It might just be <coughs> like that. It might just come down to that. It might just be like Ohio State by three. I was going to say, I think right now on FanDuel, they have that line, like the current line. I think it's eight and a half or something like that. No way. Ohio State. That's appealing. I almost have to get in on that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like the one thing I've been listening to way too much of the athletic podcasts, and one of the things that Ari Wasserman, who's uh, admittedly like a pretty big Ohio State homer because he's covered them for so long, one of the things he said is basically the reason they lost last year is Ohio State like wasn't tough enough in the trenches, and Michigan just basically just ran them over last year, right? And I don't know if I've seen anything this year that makes me think that's not going to happen again, I guess, because Michigan's D is, should be able to limit them somewhat. Right. I mean, I would, I would throw in the Northwestern film if I'm Michigan's that's defensive what I'm saying. coordinator. We just watched they should the game. Be able to run the ball, man. They should be able to really run the ball. So just watch yeah. the game where it was so windy that they had to run the ball both sides of the field. So everyone knows each other running the ball and they weren't doing either of those things very effectively stopping it or running it themselves. seems like a bad matchup with Michigan is my takeaway there, man. I almost feel like I have to get this thing at eight and a half. If it's sitting there right now, Travis I might take it. Now. He's looking at it. <laughs> I might, say, I might, I might take it then just send a screenshot of it to cousin Chris to say, what's up buddy. Middle fingers. No money line available yet, cousin Chris, but that'll be that'll be taken as well. Take a look I think at I that. I just talked too, myself yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Notre Dame pounds Clemson, thirty-five to fourteen. The biggest loser this game is me. Maybe maybe Kinger a little bit too, because he's. I was texting him a little bit, getting fired up to live bet Clemson in this game. I was at one point I was taking Clemson like plus fourteens and stuff, and I was like, why are they giving out free money? <laughs> Loses by 21. I was, I was losing it because I listened to last week's pod yesterday. And I was just that one got to the Clemson part. Oh, man. I just like. The biggest. Couldn't biggest, believe it. Biggest sucker bet in all of sports like every single season. And I fall for it every single season. <laughs> yeah. I even told you you were going to fall for it. That's what I don't understand. You knew what was you were the line like four. I was like, why is this less than a touchdown? And then. It's, yeah, I got it. I got it at like. I don't know, plus 135 money line when it was like seven to zero. They were down seven to zero or something. I was like, this is the easiest bet I've ever done in my life. <laughs> when you bring in the backup quarterback and he fires the pick from his own end zone, like you might as well just walk off the field. And the the DJU guy, like Zig sent me a text about this too. He's it's like that guy gets rattled and then it's just the wheels fall off the train. It's crazy. Like he makes one mistake and then it's just all downhill from there. That was bizarre. Yeah. He actually came back into the game after the club Nick threw the pick and then he threw a pick six like immediately. Right. <laughs> I, I've got, he led, I thought he led him down the field and then threw a pick six. <laughs> let him I down the field saw... and scored. And then, no, no. That like, drive. Them all the way down to yeah, the Yeah, no, line. no, yeah. That drive was, they were practically in the red zone, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, so, that... you know how Cousin Chris was like, when Ohio State plays um, Penn State, like, just don't let Sean Clifford beat you, basically? I feel like that's Clemson. You're playing Drew Pine. Just, like, make that guy beat you if you're going to lose. 
Drew Pine, 9 of 17 for 85 yards, and Notre Dame scores 35 points. Like, that is oh completely unacceptable. I cannot believe that. What was, give me DJU's numbers if you have them in front of you. 27 of 39, 190 yards, a TD. Must have had a pick or two. Two picks, I think. Uh, Notre Dame blocked a punt I saw for like the sixth, sixth time this year. Sixth yep. time this year, yeah. That's when I got in. <laughs> right after that. I go, oh, fluke block punt. <laughs> this can't hold up. Fluke. <laughs> I love that. I would have been thinking the same thing had I was had I been watching that game closely. And, and you're going to tell me that that's their sixth block punt of the season? And their record is what? Six and three? So two-thirds I mean, of their games, they're blocking I'm not a gonna, punt. I'm not going to sit here and try and rationalize it. I mean, they lost to Marshall at home. They beat Clemson at home by four TDs or whatever. I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do with Notre Dame. Well, they have three games left, right? So you can guarantee they're going to block two more punts just based on stats. <laughs> See if I can get an over-under on that. <laughs> so, over-under one and a half more blocks for Notre Dame. All right, Alabama and LSU. LSU wins in overtime. They throw a two-point conversion pass to Jason Taylor's kid, I saw. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you, you know that Jason Taylor's his dad, Zach Thomas's sister is his mom. Yeah. You sure Zach Thomas didn't marry Jason Taylor's sister. It's Jason Taylor's sister is the one on ESPN. I believe I do not believe she's married to Zach Thomas, right? Maria Taylor. No, joy. (laughs) Gosh, joy Taylor, joy Taylor. Oh, that's Jason Taylor's sister. I think so. Ethan, right. am I on to stop here? He is. Okay. Small world. Okay, yeah. so that's Jason Taylor's married to Zach Thomas's sister. I believe so. Their offspring catches What's that? the two point conversion to win this game 32 to 31. Alabama blows up the teaser. That was our sure bet of the week. Alabama teased to minus seven. <laughs> never, never at lose. no point in this game looked like they were going to win by a touchdown, right? Weren't they pretty much always trailing? I'm I'm not sure. Oh, do not you didn't catch this one? I didn't see the I did not see the first half. Um so I can only comment on the second half, and I was also at a I was also at a bar, so also very hard to follow. Yeah. Yeah, from what I saw, Jaden Daniels just still doesn't look good, but was doing a lot of that, like, pull it down and run sort of thing. So that was really, he was having a lot of success with that. A lot of, like, screens and slants. And, uh, like, Alabama's offense just couldn't get going. I'm surprised they ended up with that many points. I think I had the under as well. It's like a fourth quarter and overtime explosion of points, so that's nice. Yeah. I just realized that I I lost three units on an Alabama live bet, but I did win two units on a, on a LSU over six and a half wins cashing. So I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. What'd you, what'd you uh, reel in there? Two units? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought LSU seven and seven and two, Trav? I can't believe it. I guess you would have thought. Not seven and two. After they lost a 
three weeks in, I was like, that one's cooked. I think I even texted it out. I was like, I don't know how these guys are going to win that many games. Yeah. I still don't know if I like LSU at all. EB, any thoughts on LSU? Do we trust these guys now officially? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like Brian, but I, he seems to be, I guess, a good coach and can get him going. But yeah, that was. I, th- I mean, the only reason I thought I I picked uh, LSU to, in the pick them just because I was solely because of Death Valley at night. That was good, my only good reason. Good for you. Good for you. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, my logic was LSU is not good and Alabama is very, very good. <laughs> and I was wrong. You were right. I mean, it's weird. Like, <clears throat> If you go back and watch, the two best players in the field are definitely Jameer Gibbs and Bryce Young. And it's just like not working. Like Gibbs is incredible. That guy is so fast. Every time he touched the ball, it seemed like he was picking up 15 yards, but just like didn't get the ball to him enough. I mean, I guess the other thing is, is they played tight. It was a tight game last year as well in Alabama. I don't remember that game at all. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. And I feel like I heard somebody say that. And I also, that was my first thought too. Why do I not remember that game at all? <laughs> Cause they were not good last year. They were awful last year. Who's that? Oh yeah. It oh, was coach Ed O's o, the, team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coach O was the coach last year. That seems crazy. That seems like forever ago. He got fired. Yeah. Really Didn't he already know he was leaving then or was that? Was that oh yeah. Thing? Yeah. 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 It was like, he's leaving at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Then okay. he really, they really turned it up a notch. I feel like he went out on a <laughs> win too. They did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This he had like is, a yeah. nice win to wrap up the year. I think too. He's just a good interim head coach. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they just downgraded him, that's such a hot take. I love that so much. As soon as he went back to interim, basically he was just really good again. Yeah, like Nebraska should have just been all over that. Like. You're not a serious coaching candidate, but we just need you to wrap up 2022. Yeah. And then you could stay as long as you want, but just remember your interim. <laughs> no so buyout. We, we, week by week pay. <laughs> Live in a hotel. Eddie O on the lease contract. I don't think I don't think Eddie O would hate living in a hotel. I think he probably spends a lot of time there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that could go a few different directions, Trav. Yeah. I'm not touching that. <laughs> Scandal. Uh, some Big 12 action. Texas beats Kansas State 34 to 27. Uh, Texas looks like they're up 31 to 10 at the half. I did not watch this game. Went back and I did watched, not either. watched some highlights. I don't think it was even as close as the seven points. I think Kansas kind of stormed back at the end a little bit. Okay. What well, is Adrian Adrian Martinez played or no? He did play. He looks worse than the other guy. Like if he has to throw the ball, it doesn't work that well. Okay. Okay. He's hurt. We'll blame it on that. He's still our guy. Yeah. I guess we have to start paying attention to Texas, but I really have taken about three or four weeks off them and haven't been watching. So yeah, just the Big Twelve in general. It's been really hard. <laughs> yes, but this week is this week is texas tcu right correct okay so texas has to win to make the big 12 championship but basically if they make it won't they just play tcu again the at the rate it's going yeah yeah Yeah. 
All right, Trav. I this, like this. Uh, no, oh, sorry. Anything else, Texas? I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say I'm curious to see how this all shakes out, but at the same time, I'm really not at all. Like, I kind of want to look at a scenario thing and see, you know, who controls their own destiny. But I also just don't really care. Um, and I think TCU actually might be a little bit better than all of them. Um, is that game in Texas, uh, in Austin this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that. I don't know. This might be the weekend they slip up, but I think they might be better than be better than the rest of them. I guess we'll see. <laughs> Something you said there. I have to read this to you guys. I saw this comment on, uh, I think it was on like Reddit CFB. It says one and eight Northwestern can still win the Big Ten, which sounds like a joke. And then they spell it out how it's possible. So the current Big Ten West standings: Illinois leads at four and two, and then there's four teams that are three and three and then Nebraska and Northwestern at the bottom. If Northwestern won out and then Illinois lost out and then Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota, like these guys (laughs) beat specific teams. It says everyone would be tied for first at four and five. (laughs) And the first tiebreaker is the best division record, which would be Illinois and Northwestern at four and two Northwestern would then go to the championship due to the head-to-head win over Illinois. <laughs> People forget that Northwestern beat Illinois. How's that possible? They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. They must play each other in the next few weeks. So they're presuming they're going to win. Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to so say in man, that hypotheticals. I can't believe you just read me all that. I heard someone say that Northwestern has zero wins in North America this year. I mean, <laughs> come on now. I don't think they're going to win the Big Ten, buddy. They're still around. Oh, and then finally, Northwestern must defeat the Big Ten East champion to close out the deal. I think if they get to that scenario, I think they might win. <laughs> At that point. Wait, so who did who did Illinois have a loss to? I know it was a bad team. Was must it? have been like week two. Was oh, it? we watched that game. We picked... In, we picked uh, we picked them to beat Indiana, and somehow Indiana won that game inexplicably. Okay, so that's we basically were... the same thing as losing to Northwestern. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we okay. were right. We got the game wrong, but we were right in hindsight. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Sorry, big sidetrack there. But in the Big Ten, Travi, this is your game. You had boots on the ground. Penn State beats Indiana 45-14. to Takeaways from the field. Takeaways from the field were, well, number one, um, even though I was in Bloomington, Griff was sending me updates about the weather in Bloomington and telling me to take the under. So I had to explain to him that I'm actually here and it is 55 degrees. It is, there is a slight wind. There is no rain. So I had to actually correct Griff on that. That was kind of wild. But did you think that was pretty wild? I was on those group text yeah i was getting yeah, dumber this, definitely yeah it was like the sequence of events there was bizarre because then i told him that and then about 10 minutes later he goes oh yeah the rain's starting i said no i'm here it's <laughs> it's not raining <laughs> pretty bizarre um bloomington indiana awesome place to visit awesome campus we uh no one went to the game basically so we got really awesome seats sat right behind the uh sat right behind the bench, which was really cool. You like kind of see all these people like, you know, so close and you're like, Oh my God, like all these people are real. Um, 
It was really funny too. I think we talked to you about this on Sunday, Ethan, but uh, Franklin did come over and like high five everyone after the game. And it's so funny because you could just sit there and talk shit about a person so much. But when he comes over and looks you dead in the face and says, thanks for coming. I just reached out and I shook his hand. I reached out, I shook his hand. I said, thank you so much, coach. That's all I can fire <laughs> off. <laughs> what a pussy. I can't, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> Grandy shake his hand too. Yeah, he came down. He gave everyone a high five. It was like really polite. And I was like, we were just kind of quiet. And Granny's like, God, I hate that fucking guy. Why did I do that? <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Yeah, that is, that is good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was good to be there, though. They really struggled at the beginning. I did tell all of you to wait till the line got better. I tried to take a six and a half. Couldn't get it in the stadium. Unfortunately, I was just hammering it. Would not go. Uh, so I didn't end up getting it. I didn't end up getting in on that. I guess I could have taken more than six and a half, but I just kind of forgot about it. So, yeah. Hammering the line or hammering beers, Trav? You can't get a, <laughs> you can't take a live bet over, sitting in the stadium? Over under six and a half beers over, probably. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, but... Yeah, I was trying to get the line. I was trying to get the line at six and a half when Indiana got the ball back and it was tied seven seven, but could not get the bat off. Oh, that's funny because I mean, if there's ever a time to live bet something, it'd be when you're staring at it with your own eyeballs, at, rather than like the delay on TV. It was the yeah, it was this, it was the cert, it was the uh, service, and we downloaded some like shitty Indiana exclusive app called like the Hard Rock Casino app or something. So we had some right. free fifty free fifty dollar bet. Yeah, oh, nice. don't worry, don't worry. I used it on Clemson later. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I don't no takeaways from this game. There's really nothing to speak about here, but I did want to take one second to just appreciate something simple. When Penn State gets down near the goal line or like a fourth and short, they actually just line up in like an I form or like a wing T and they'll run like a toss or a dive. And there was probably about eight years where they refused to do that. And they used to make it really hard and they would take every snap from the shotgun. So something about that, just like noticing that um, in this game, that was refreshing to see. I was going to say like that revolutionary. I was going to say that being said, whenever they do that wing tee and it doesn't work, I, I find myself like screaming at the television, getting like, the gun. That's the play you came up with. Yeah, get the gun. <laughs> getting a pistol. Yeah. All right. Um, Michigan state beats Illinois 23 to 15. Have to give a quick shout out to Kinger. Kinger texted us. I think a day before the game saying MSU has some fight in them <laughs> and that you should take them to cover this spread <laughs> at that moment in time, we should have taken the money line because they yeah. went outright. I think they were 17 point dogs. So Illinois finally gets exposed kind of fun team to root for, but the experiment is uh, over. I think I'm not even sure if they'll be ranked at this point. Pitt outlast Syracuse 19 to 9. EB, guessing you might have laid some eyes on this one as our resident Pitt fan. Yeah, I watched a few uh few plays of this one. Syracuse QB out for the count, I guess. No Schrader, I believe. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right. Just classic run the ball as much as humanly possible. But it was the it wasn't the usual guy. It wasn't that uh, a Benacanda guy. It was a couple of the other backups that were oh, yeah, the majority of the carries. Some guy named Hammond. Oh. So what's yeah? Maybe the other guy is hurt. Travis. I think guy. just I think Narduzzi just woke up and just said, "All right, Hammond's getting it today." So okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't really dive into it. It just I, there's a couple of games where. I mean, Hammond was hurt from a good uh, portion of the earlier in the season because we did use him a lot in the, the West Virginia game, and I think he got hurt in okay. the Tennessee game. I feel like I remember him from that from that game or one of the first two games. I saw that that guy's pretty good too. Yeah, he he was pretty much the one that can move the ball in the West Virginia game was Hammond. Yeah, he got 20, um, then, 28 carries in this game. Holy cow. Yeah. So. Saw some really poor... Uh, Keaton Slovis passes too. Couple like yeah. jackpots, one to the end zone. He he's he's just an awful quarterback. Is he terrible? I, he's wow, pretty bad. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, didn't either. I mean it's us our OC is not the greatest OC either, and a lot of people are okay. Yeah, yeah. So perfect transition. So I saw a yet another quote where Pat Narduzzi is basically saying yeah, we can run the ball. That's what I wanted to do last year. We should have done it last year. And doesn't that seem very odd? Because, you know, they kind of hit the mountaintop last year. So yeah. like, wouldn't that be kind of evidence that maybe you shouldn't just focus on running the ball? I think that's so bizarre. Do you think that? Yeah. Do you think that's just alluding to Mark Whipple left him and he is pissed about it? Or... Well, I think it was, I think it was, a, I think Mark Whipple left because there was disconnect all last year. That makes no sense to me. I mean, yeah. I can't. Hey, let's, get a, let's get a, a hot top three Heisman guy, and then you're pissed <laughs> that you're running the ball, like you're not running he, the ball. Like <laughs> the quote wasn't even like the quote wasn't even like, yeah, it's nice to be running the ball this year. It was not subtle. It was like, yep, it was like he went the extra mile. He's like, yep, and we should have ran it more last year too. Yeah, or something. no, it was, was yeah, like, it was. Man. I think it was a lot of butting heads last year. They wanted to run it more last year and. I mean, it did run in a good amount last year, but just too many wins, just too many W's last year. It, too yeah. many wins. <laughs> um, too many points. So. Too many, too many points. That QB <laughs> played way, way too well. <laughs> too many gloves. It, yeah, it was just <laughs> <laughs> too many of everything last year. Just not enough pound in the rock. And now, <laughs> and now we got the perfect team, and we're whatever. Four yeah. and four. This so. is much better. I like it here better. Yeah. We got that nice loss to Boston College. We are ready to roll, baby. Oh my god. Uh, two and three in the ACC. I don't know which side they're in, but coastal shitty side. Yeah, Jerm was explaining to me that sucker was like up for grabs as of a week or two because it was just astoundingly bad. Or maybe it was after UNC. It was astoundingly bad or something. Are they on the UNC yeah. side? Yeah, the, yeah, UNC, um, and NC State, Virginia <laughs> Tech, Virginia, Pitt, Syracuse. I think I think no, Syracuse is on the other side. But yeah, it's it's bad, it's bad. So it'll be a different winner again this year. <laughs> and we Gotta get love the, the parody. We get the Sean Tucker tweet. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but. I think this might be a bot 
Trav, because the end of it does say, I rushed for 19 yards, comma, recept. It's abbreviated reception, REC, for three yards. Like, instead of saying one reception, it just says recept for three yards. Who would type that out? I'm not sure, and I don't know why they wouldn't give that guy the ball more. I feel like he is pretty good in all seriousness. I don't know if we've ever actually said that. He is really good, yeah. Yeah. One catch for three yards, 19. I think he had 11 carries for 19 yards. Might want to put the ball in his hands a couple more times. Yeah. Especially if the starting quarterback's out, too. That's wild. Maybe if he would, like, tweet about that, you know? <laughs> Let's go I need scorched more... earth on the coordinator, <laughs> the play caller. I need ED touches. <laughs> I need ED touches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, couple games left. Iowa uh, beats Purdue twenty-four to three. I think Iowa was four or five point dog. You were all over that one. Yeah, unfortunately, I parlayed Iowa, um, Baylor with JMU. JMU let us down big time. My bad, but my, my bad on that. Uh, shout out Charlie Jones. Looked great in this game again. Future NFL slot receiver, I think. That's about it for Purdue. O'Connell was pretty bad. Let's see. Caleb Johnson. That must be Iowa's running back. Uh, 22 carries, 200 yards. I think I'm kind of getting back in on Iowa with you, Jake, for no reason. Yeah, I've been back in on them. Yeah, yeah. starting to pay off. Is that on the list of games for this week? Uh, I don't think it is. Okay. We might, well, we might have, to, have to add it if we remember. Exhibition, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Hopefully the Ferentz boys were talking some shit in the post-game presser. That offense is humming now. Uh, big one here. Liberty beats Arkansas 21-19. to They score zero second-half points, but they hang on to win. We've said this before. We have not given enough love to Hugh Freeze on this podcast this year. Oh, my God. Why we've been sleeping on this man, I don't know. I think Liberty is now like, I might be making this up. They're very, they're eight and one, but I think they're great against the spread, too. Uh, I can't believe I think. Oh, geez. Okay. What a lot of That makes me feel, no, that makes me feel better. How, how did they, how did they go to Arkansas and beat him? <laughs> that, doesn't, that, doesn't any, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah i don't think uh jefferson played particularly well turned the ball over a couple times um oh arkansas actually was going for two at the end to tie it they ran like the greatest play ever the qb draw with kj jefferson i don't know how you stuff that that seems like i've that, never i've never heard of that getting stuffed with, the QB draw. I, that's with my favorite. A guy part. like KJ Jefferson, too. Did he reach the ball out? Did he jump from the five and reach the ball out? <laughs> no, <laughs> not this time, no. Just <laughs> stuffed at the line. But uh yeah, I, I think that's just Hugh Freeze showing off, man. I think Hugh Freeze is he's probably on yeah. the move this offseason. We almost we almost need like a weekly Hugh Freeze seg- segment just to kind of like a quick update just to like kind of even it out for literally talking about that guy like not at all. I mean, he's going to be hired somewhere by Auburn. like Christmas. Yeah, like Auburn. I think I think he has to be in the mix. All right, last game. 
I would love if one of you told me you were had action on this game, but I'm guessing that's not the case. SMU beat Houston 77 to 63. Oh, what? Not, yeah. Is that the record? Is it the record for the most points combined yeah, or something? <laughs> Has to be. They beat I the uh, well, so much. <laughs> Georgia they, Tech 212 to nothing, so I guess it didn't match that. Uh, that's true. <laughs> But uh, they beat uh, the 2016 Syracuse versus Pitt game. That was 76 to 61. I forgot about that game. I don't remember that game at all. 76 to 61? Yeah. So they beat it by one point. Yeah. 77 to 63. One point. Four points. Two points. So, So, yeah, LSU, Texas A&M has the record, but that was that seven-overtime game where you passed out and me and Zig watched the whole thing, Jake, just just a quick reminder. Okay. Oh, and that was before uh, the new rules too, right? Yeah. That doesn't count. What was it, seven overtimes? That wouldn't – this is probably regular – it's probably regular time. Regular, yeah, points. yeah. Four, yeah, four quarters. Yeah. So this Morde- Tanner Mordecai threw for nine touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, and only like four hundred yards or something. The other guy threw for five hundred something. Yeah, five twenty-seven and seven TDs in a losing effort. <laughs> or did Mordecai wow. throw? Oh, he also ran the ball. He had six hundred forty yards total. Ooh. Clayton Toon? Yep. Wow. Houston's starting running back had four carries. <laughs> Just must have been chucking the rock the whole game. Uh, if it's working. Ball more. I want to say the over was in like the 60s or something like that too. Like mid-60s. That's a wild one. Yeah. I was hoping one of you guys were going to tell me you were on the under or something. No, no, I was going to say, if one of us was in, it would have been the under. Under, yeah. (laughs) Under, team unders, everything. (laughs) Okay, any other other miscellaneous college football notes, or are we ready for the the upcoming picks now? Picks? I think I'm all all ready. Let's do it. All right. I dropped the gun earlier. Maction? I only had one play from Maction. I was just looking for a home dog. So there's six games, obviously three tonight, three tomorrow night. I saw we were talking about Kent State. Bowling Green was getting two and a half points at home against Kent State. Tickets are selling for $5. I I think it goes back to what EB said. I just took Bowling Green because I wanted a home dog, and I feel like I'm still basing Kent State sucking off the fact that like Penn State would schedule them. Like every five years or so, and just beat them sixty to nothing. So that's the only game I liked. Obviously, that Mac over trend still exists, but I think it's like five hundred on the year so far. So if there's no Mac, and we'll we'll just go to the real games. No Mac for me. No Mac. All right, noon on Saturday. LSU at Arkansas. LSU favored by about three. It's kind of an interesting line coming off the LSU big win. Uh, total in the mid 60s, maybe 64. Anyone have a play in LSU and Arkansas? 
Not really. If I had a lean, if I was, I mean, I obviously you look at LSU and just be like, all right, big win over Bama, Arkansas, big loss over Liberty. You think LSU could do it, but I don't know. We also still think LSU's probably suck. So who knows? <laughs> That's where I was at too. It seems like for both of those things, both those things would have to flip in order for Arkansas to win. But I was still, I don't know, the three-point line, I'm not trying to push a bet. So I was going to just take the LSU money line, like minus 160. I kind of like the under, too. 64 points, it seems pretty high. LSU or Arkansas just scored 19 on 19. Liberty. Liberty. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a that's a good take. I was I was basically using Ethan's logic. Like this seems so straightforward that LSU should win this game by three points, and that immediately made me think that Arkansas is somehow going to win this game, aren't they? Yeah, so, that's exactly yeah. I feel like I can't get a great read on either of these teams. I like want to love Arkansas, and I still think LSU sucks, and they're what seventh in the country. So I'm not really sure what to do at this point. Stay away. Correct. Okay. Traps tip. Traps tip of the week. Stay away. Notre Dame at Navy. Oh, this game's actually in Baltimore. M&T says the Raven Stadium. I have no idea why that is. Uh, I think this is somewhat noteworthy just because ND coming off a huge win. Neutral site game. Navy, ND. I could be making this up. Feels like this game gets tight sometimes. I feel like Navy even won a couple years ago. 17-point favorite Notre Dame, and the total is 42. I do have a play in this game, but I'm not taking a side. I'm taking a total. Anyone look at this one? If I had to take something, it would have been the over. I'm on the over. You look at those two team names, it kind of looks like an under. Right. I got Notre Dame, four of the last six are over. Navy, five of the last six are over. And the one that didn't hit, I believe, was a Service Academy under. So you pretty much throw that one out. These are a couple over teams right now. ND, maybe block a few more punts. I'll say that's a that's what I would definitely go for. Can you prop bet on a block punt? I'm in on that. <laughs> I think if I was leaning in one way, I th- I think I'd just take all the points. Give me 17 points for Navy to work with. Yeah, if I was aside, I would lean that way too. That's a that's a lean. I don't think I'll I don't think I'll do that. And my initial thought was the under, but God, is that a low total? I mean, there's no reason Notre Dame couldn't hang 35 on these guys, right? So but Notre Dame can't really miss. score on offense. They probably will just try and run them to death. That's my only fear. I I need Notre Dame with like a nice scoop and score pick. Six I also. Again. I also don't see Navy turn the ball over a bunch, right? Probably just run it. Yeah. 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 I'll protect the football. All right. Pitt at Virginia. This is, I like this game a lot, but I'll kick it to the back to resident Pitt fan EB. Do we think we have the game this weekend? Oh, no kidding. Jeez. Yes. Soldiers on the ground. Charlotte's. Yeah. What is it? Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Um, Shitty total. Over under 40 points. Don't expect to see a ton of action. That makes sense, though, given Virginia's offense and Pitt running the hell out of the ball, I suppose. Virginia's offense looked good, though, last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, the UNC. Almost throw that we out. 
Yeah. I, Pitt's defense is, I feel like, pretty good. I mean, at least their rush, rush defense and their getting to the quarterback is the, pretty much their only strength. So, But I, I was also – the only thing I was remember Mitch said since he was at the Indiana-Penn State game, he had to go over. So I feel like if I'm at the pig game, I got to bet the over. So I feel like that's – geez, you just – a couple pick sixes or something, you should hit that no problem. <laughs> um, you know, 24-21, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I think that seems reasonable to me. Uh, gosh, I feel like I kind of like that a lot. Brennan Armstrong, hate- throw it up for grabs a few times. Oh, there are some fours here. I'm seeing EB. I was going to say four and a half. I mean, that's just a garbage, garbage line, but four. Yeah, um, I saw four earlier. Let's be serious. Pitt should win this game by four points. That's my mindset as well. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I, I would, I would assume that. I don't know what it would take for me to bet on Virginia at this point. Even seeing them uh, hang with no, them. no doubt, yeah. no. <laughs> Even if they would have beat UNC, I probably would have just crossed that out and said, "Don't fall for that." Yeah, no. I feel like you're actually they, getting some free points here with Pitt because of that. Them losing by three to UNC last week. Virginia. That, that was is. my. That was my first thought too, because I feel like this should be maybe Pitt some value here. Yeah. What do we know about Virginia's rush D? Anybody off the top of their heads? Uh, they're. I just saw. I just looked it up. They give up. Uh, oh, maybe I was looking at their rush offense. Never mind. Hundred and forty-nine yards a game. That's probably moderately high. I mean, yeah. Like, how did they do against the squad last week? There, I don't know. If North Carolina really. I just picture them hucking the ball up. Let's and down see the what Virginia. Georgia Tech did to him. Ooh, not much on the ground. That's not really fair, though. You can't <laughs> just throw Georgia Tech out there. I mean, I figured if Georgia Tech could run the ball on him, then. Yeah, so Miami ran the ball. Miami had the their guy had 24 carries for 113 yards, so. It's pretty good, yeah. And Miami's offense is abysmal. I yeah, will so say, uh, I, I did just see this based on uh, me saying the over. I saw that Virginia is 1-7-1 and one against the over. <laughs> oh, that Virginia's been an under team for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I I mean, when I see a 40 on the board, though, yeah. I feel like someone might have noticed it because that seems low. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess... Pitt just scored what? Uh, 19? 19 and a 9, yeah. Oof. 19. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you going to, EB's going to the game? It's an over. I'm too yeah, I got it. I'm throwing it on. Walk, I love that. As soon as I cross that Virginia state line, I'm throwing it on the over, baby. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Staying in the ACC. Louisville goes to Clemson. All of a sudden, this line's pretty tight, or at least within a TD, because kind of two different trajectories here. Louisville's starting to look like they're actually decent. Clemson's looking shittier by the week. (laughs) Ah, And this one's going to make me nervous, but you guys could probably guess what I'm going to do here. I'm going back to the well. 
I'm an idiot. I'm going to do it with you. Yeah. I just keep using this logic, but I'm like, Clemson doesn't lose at home. You're giving me a line that's basically within a TD or less. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take it. What is the, what is their (laughs) ACC record? Honestly? I mean, they've lost to Notre Dame a couple times, but the exception of that, I think they lost to NC State last year. Who else did they lose to? Did they lose to Pitt last year, Ethan? They lost to Pitt in high school. And they lost to Pitt in what, 2016? Didn't they lose to, uh, they lost to, did they end up losing to Syracuse like a couple years ago or last year? Was that last year? I know they Maybe they're close. Lost. Uh, but I mean, basically what we've just talked about, that's how many ACC games they've lost in the past like five years. I feel like it just doesn't really happen. So if you're going to give me a line at a TD. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there, Jake. I hate it, but I, I, I think I, uh, I think I at least like the money line as part of a <laughs> teaser parlay. Yeah. Well, Clemson money line, that thing's probably, I don't know, minus. 200 275 275 yeah that's a little it's a little too steep but i will uh stat fact for you fellas uh louisville is louisville's defense is um not uh three for 16 against fourth in fourth down tries so pretty good on fourth down that would make sense if that was clemson but you're telling me that's louisville louisville and they're in, they're 37th in the nation on third down defense, third down conversion defense. Wow. All right. I need something to make me feel better here. I'm just going to go back and just check the record between these two teams. Okay. Somehow they've only played seven times since 2014. So Clemson is 7 and 0. Louisville's never beat Clemson ever. There's that one game where Lamar's leading him down the field. And it's like fourth and 11. And he throws like a 10 yard out and the guy gets knocked out at like the six yard line. Can you picture that? Chris Fowler's like, he will not get there. He will not get there. Got to get to the two yard line to keep hope alive. Jackson flips it short. Quick works free fight spins out of bounds. Did not get there. Did not get there. Came up a yard short as Marcus Edmond saves the game for Clemson. <laughs> okay. I've so seen the highlights like a hundred times. Twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen, all these games were within one score, so it's one of those. I'll keep that in mind, Trav. Okay, yeah, that kind of makes me hate it, but uh, and and then I don't know. JMU goes down what 34 to 10 to Louisville like that's kind of impressive so that's the other piece that makes me a little nervous yeah so I hate that one but I will be taking it all right uh moving on to Alabama at Ole Miss uh Alabama's favored by 12 yeah total is 63 64 ish at least at the time of the screenshot I took here. So, EB, any feel for Alabama at Ole Miss? Oh, we got I, Lane. I didn't even think about this. Lane Kiffin. It's yeah, I, Ole Miss. I did write down Alabama. I was going to take Alabama. I saw minus 11 and a half. I just, in my head, I'm like, somehow 
the way things are shaking out, Nick Saban's going to convince his team that they can still make the playoffs. And they need a big ass <laughs> win here. So that's probably not wrong. If there's ever a game to get the boys motivated, yeah. Coming off the and it's second lame. loss. It's an assistant game. Yeah. Oh. Assistant game. Very true. Is Lane winless against Nick Saban? Gotta be. Might have got him once. I don't think only one person's ever got him. It was Jimbo last year. Yeah. Well, Kirby's got him. Oh, Kirby got him. Yeah, Kirby got him, I guess. And Jimbo's got him. Those are the only yeah, two to just, ever get him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we're pretty sure Lane Kiffin's never beat him at Ole Miss. I actually hated this line. Didn't like the total. I didn't know what to do. Almost looks like an under to me, but I have no idea. Try and find a 64. Trav, anything? I was. I was I was leaning Bama, lying all those points. I might even move. I might even move it a little bit. Get a little extra. Cut out a little bit of that vig. We sure Ole Miss sucks. No, I I don't I don't love them though. Uh, any quality wins for Ole Miss or no? Kentucky, Kentucky. I don't know if that counts. Texas A and M. That definitely doesn't count. That- that's <laughs> <laughs> scratch that one off <laughs> scratch that one off your list Vanderbilt 5228 hmm. yeah t- hard to get a read on Ole Miss it seems like I, I'm kind of scared from taking Alabama with the spread that big now because just keep playing these tight games too I don't know might just stay away from that whole thing in general okay Maryland is at Penn State Penn State favored by 10 or 11. I think this total says 58. Travi had boots on the ground. Fresh look at the boys. What do we think? I saw Penn State's like 7 and 1 on the over or 8 and 1 on the overs this year. I don't know where Maryland's at. Is I saw I had 4 and 5 against the overs. Okay. Is Tago Vailoa playing? Didn't you mention he was hurt? I honestly have not followed Maryland at all. Just. Assume he's going to keep playing and assume he's hurt. Okay. <laughs> he's looked terrible for like a month and a half. Okay. I feel like he typically plays pretty well against Penn State, though. I'd probably take the over if I had to take something. Um, I feel like Penn State should should win by 11 points, but I don't know. It's Maryland. They seem to find a way to lose these guys. or um, There's no way they've covered the last two years they've played them, right? So, yeah. No, yeah, Penn State uh, traditionally covers this game. This game traditionally goes under as well. It says five of the last six have gone under. I think I was at the one in Maryland when it went over, and it was Maryland didn't even score. Penn State hit the over by itself. So I was going to take the under, um, under 58. I'm also going to assume Penn State's going to roll out their mediocre quarterback, so I, I'm not really scared of... Penn State scoring like 21 points in the first half or anything. It's probably going to come out slow and then win by 10 points, just like the spread. So I like the under here. That's what I had. I I wrote down I was going to take myself Penn State 10 and a half. I think they'll cover that, and then I think they're going to go under also. It's going to be like 40 to 17 is like what I have in my mind. 40 to 17. 57. 
<laughs> yeah. J- just clears the under. They always do. It's always right there within a point. So. Oh, and you like you like Penn State uh, enough to ten go and ten and a half too. Okay. Yeah. But I like your assessment. I think you know it could be close, but then they'll get those legendary Sean Clifford second half drives. So. Yeah. So he just moves down the field like the freaking Kurt Warner. <laughs> this is Rams. easy. Yeah. This this game is easy. <laughs> These guys are wide the hell open. It's <laughs> ripping like cross routes down the field. All right. Moving into some more ACC action. This is like, I think one of the most riveting games of the weekend. Miami is at Georgia tech and Georgia tech is actually favored in this game, which is just an insane turn of events. So I've got the Georgia Tech interim coach Brent Key at three and two after this win over Virginia Tech. I saw that three wins is exactly how many wins Jeff Collins got in all three of his full seasons. So this guy did that in five games. I also I was trying to find like an angle on this game, and I came across this DraftKings article. And that it was just this guy, like at the beginning of the season, giving a like a hot tip, and the tip was Georgia Tech under three and a half wins, and he was being real smug about it, just writing all these douchey things about how Georgia Tech could not possibly get to four wins, and he, they were going to win like two games. So, shout out to that guy. I I just want to take Georgia Tech because I think it would be hilarious to see them keep racking up wins. And the Miami thing is funny to watch crash and burn. Yeah. 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 I was on the same page there. I think I saw this was like Georgia tech was favored by like a point and a half. I even felt that that point and a half was risky. I was just going to take the money line because I could see him winning by like one. One (laughs) It might be like 12 to 11 or something. Yeah. Let me look at the last few Miami scores, but these are getting like comical. 14 to 12, I just saw was one. That was Virginia. Whoa. They lost to Florida State 45 to three. And that was before that was the Duke 45 to 21 loss. They beat Virginia Tech 20 to 14. I mean, one and had, eight against the spread. Yeah. One and eight. Yeah. Holy. All right. That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's enough for me. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Since they fired Collins, they're they're, I mean, they got to be good against the spread. So what? They're what's their overall record right now? Georgia Tech. They're, both these teams are four and five. And said Georgia Tech. It says Georgia Tech against spreads four and five. Four and five, but they've probably covered so, their. They've probably. So they've what four and one against the spread? Whatever. How many ever games these? Yeah, exactly. They're four and one probably. against the spread with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, they're red hot. That's enough for me. Miami's yeah, lining up perfect. Miami's I'll ice te- cold. I'll 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 take the uh I'll just take the money line and I'm just gonna I that seems like a lock. That's a lock? Is that going in the teaser? It, no, it might go it might go in the six rack though, if you're not careful. <laughs> Cristobal fired after the game. E B, any you riding Georgia Tech with us there? Yeah. Yeah. It just the stars are aligned. Okay. Seven PM. Georgia travels to Mississippi State. 
but they are a big favorite. It's nearly 17 points, it looks like. 16 and a half. Total is 53 and a half. Travi, you had texted me. Maybe a potential letdown spot. Did you come off that stance? You still looking at it? No, I'm still looking at it. It's it's possibly in the exhibition plays. If I could get so I can get 17. If I could get 17, I think it's compelling. It's a night game. It's in wherever they play. Uh Fayetteville. Stark. Starkville. Yeah, Fayetteville. Oh, wait. Why was I gonna say Stark? Actually, I was thinking St- yeah, one of those. Um I think Fayetteville's in Arkansas, unless you guys are gonna oh, tell me that's in Mississippi. That's too. it. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I was on the same page as you, Ethan. Then I heard him say Starkville. I was like, maybe that's it. So it's in Starkville. You got all those like weirdos with the cowbells. I think that's got to account for something. Maybe a TD. So I feel like this is their Super Bowl, right? So you have Georgia coming in. I feel like it might be a letdown spot. Yeah, the seventeen's a lot of points, and they can score garbage time TDs at the end with the best of them. So. Mississippi State does not look great by any means. Just lost to Kentucky, Alabama by a lot. And then they let Auburn climb back in this game this past weekend. They win 39-33. I wouldn't really trust. Maybe it's like you said. could be like the Mike Leach Super Bowl. They get up for it. get the cowbells going. I I was tempted to take the, in fact, that's, that's going to be my only play here. I'm going to take the Mississippi State under team total, whatever it is. Just I can't even find it yet, but looking at the math, it should be over 14 points, which I couldn't believe. Yeah. So I'm going to take I'd that love under. To, yeah, I'd love to try and figure that out. I don't think it's too hard to figure it out, but I really struggle with that. So you got it at more than 14? Yeah, so take the oh, total, man. divide I, it by two. <laughs> I think they could score more than 14 at home. Yeah. And it's going to be 13 and a half, too. You know it. Scored three points on Alabama. I don't think Alabama's defense is very good. All right. I might put that on the card then, too. <laughs> Looks like we got a few left here. Some Pac-12. Washington at Oregon. A big total and a huge... Or, sorry... Big spread and a huge total. Oregon's favored by about two TDs, and the total is 72 and a half. Everybody's loving Oregon. Everybody's loving Bo Nix now. Blows my mind. This game makes me a little nervous. I wasn't sure what to do with it. What do we think, boys? EB? Yeah, the only thing I had was the under. I just it seems too much. I don't know. Just a Pac-12 game, I, I don't know. They could just sit there and rattle touchdown after touchdown off, and I wouldn't know because I wouldn't be watching it. I, I normally <laughs> not, not a Pac-12 guy, EB. I normally but, love hitting the unders when I see the totals up that high, but this one actually really scared me. I don't I don't want to take the under in that just because I'd be afraid that Knicks and Penix could actually just exchange bombs, just heaves down the sideline the whole game. Yeah. It just blew my mind when I was – I think they, like, threw it up in the Alabama game this past weekend and, like, Heisman candidate results, and they just – Bo Nix's, like, stat line from the day up there. I'm just like, 
Are we serious right now? Like, yeah, what is he like the fourth or fifth <laughs> shortest odds now? Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, uh, that being said, you guys are in luck. I actually have the correct answer here. So I have Oregon 4 0 against the spread at home, covering by 10 plus points on average. I have the Washington Huskies 0 3 against the spread on the road, failing to cover by an average of almost two touchdowns. Numbers say this is a blowout. I think there's a reason this line's 13. I think you alluded to this a couple weeks ago when the Penn State, Ohio State line was 13, Jake. That makes me think that this is going to be a lot more than two TDs. I like Oregon at home. Yeah. Catching it, lying all those points. I landed, ultimately landed in the same spot. Same mindset. Line's bigger than you'd think. There is a reason for that. Um, In addition to those trends, Washington has not covered in five consecutive games now. And then between these two teams says the last 17 times they've played Oregon is, has has uh, covered the spread 14 times in Ooh. those. So Oregon always covers this game. That's how I'm going to get over the fear of the big <laughs> spread here. I'm taking Oregon minus. Uh, I grabbed a minus 13. I do like, admittedly, I do kind of struggle with those ones, Jake. I feel like you throw those ones out a lot on me as far as like trends. Like you'll be like, oh yeah, they've covered like 14 of the past 17. I'm thinking like, are you going to tell me that like Jake Locker versus Dan Orla or what's his name? <laughs> Joey Harrington. That matters. No, hey, no, it's not my fault that they've been kicking those, their ass for that long. Not, those guys are not close, but you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's probably... It's probably three or four and zero oh in recent history. Just playing the numbers, I can I can trim it if you want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe give me. I'll give you like six with COVID next year. Five probably. Other than that, I don't. I still remember you giving me the Florida Tennessee thing. So you I don't think thinking, it mattered that like Ohio State beat Michigan like 14 years in a row? That never made you be like Michigan. Okay, I'll no, I'll say so. I think X amount in a row might matter to some degree. Cause you're thinking like, God, we haven't beat these guys in 10 years. I think that's different than like, Oh yeah, we only beat them every once, every other five years. And you know, I, yeah, I don't even know. I can't even, I couldn't even throw out a name other than Jake I don't know. Locker. If you're covering, I, I just, if you've covered twice in the last 17 games, I don't like you. I'm going to fade you. <laughs> yeah. Drew Bledsoe lost to, Somebody does that just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> All right. Not a history guy. TCU at Texas. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Texas is a seven point favorite at home. And the total is 65 points. So this, I don't know. There's a couple different things going on here. TCU's best receiver is injured. He's definitely out. Texas beating Kansas State last week probably plays into this. Texas being at home probably plays into this. Other than that, I mean, I guess you can kind of ding TCU for constantly winning close, but I was surprised to see the line was this big. It's an undefeated team. They have not lost in the Big 12. Probably a sucker pick. I'm going to take it. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm actually gonna gosh. move it to seven and a half, and just yeah, whew. yeah. I, 
I think I like moving it to seven and a half as well. Um, EB, go ahead. I feel like I had something to add, but I'm blanking on it right now. No, I was. I don't understand why that line's that big. I think Snake nailed it. I was going to go TCU. I wonder what but, the public says. I wonder if everyone thinks that. They probably do, right? It's a square because they're undefeated and they're getting all those points. <laughs> that is so hard to believe. I need to know the last time that something like that. So, oh, I know what I was going to ask you guys. So, oh, oh, Jake, I got 74% of bets on TCU plus seven per, per Bleacher Report. So, I keep hearing that Texas is good, is really good in all the advanced rankings. Does anyone know or care what the advanced rankings are? No. No. Is that not. like a yards per play sort of? I'd say yards per play is reasonable, but red zone. If you're going to tell me about like air or yards red- or drops or something yeah. like that. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get that fourth down conversion rate on their defense. If it's, um, if it's not three for 17 or whatever that, this that is Louisville okay. This, this is, I think this is my, this is why I'm going to, I think I'm going to take TCU. I think that TCU seeing a line like that has to be so offended showing up to this game. I think if they were favored by three points, I feel like it'd be maybe different, but to show up, they're basically saying like, yeah, you guys are supposed to lose this game by a touchdown. I feel like I would be, I feel like they will, they will, they'll show up for this game. We got the little red man on our side. I think I might add that to one of the, I think I might add that to the six rack as well. I, I I think it's square like it. too, Jake. I, I think I'm with you, but uh, I'm I'm down. Do you care that TCU has won this game outright six of the last eight times? Just give me the past six years. Just the past six years, they've won it four times. Has Max outright. Duggan been there for six years? Uh yeah, that's probably true. He's probably Sean Clifford's age, right? That's insane. Third stringer, Max Duggan. Max Duggan. So I was reading this article about him, just trying to get a little background on the dude. But they, I started losing it because they started the article just saying uh, he's climbed the all-time TCU list with consistent play, stamping his name in the history books next to legends such as Andy Dalton and Trevon Boykin. And I just don't know why they would bring up Legend Trevon Boykin, because isn't he sitting in jail right now for popping his girlfriend in the jaw? Is he really? Yeah, and then I immediately went oh to Trevon Boykin's Wikipedia, and he was sentenced to three years in prison in 2020. So, wow, confirmed. That's a little fun fact. I did. I had no idea. Yeah, I would not want that guy listed right uh, yeah. listed in the same breath as me. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, legend he's... too. It said right, legend, legend, TC <laughs> legend, Trevon Boykin. <laughs> he's got a full paragraph on Wiki for legal troubles. So yeah, holy cow, yeah, good find. Oh, quite literally broke his girlfriend's jaw. That's good stuff. Oh, that's horrible. God, TCU legend, <laughs> North Carolina <laughs> at Wake Forest. Uh, kind of similar to the TCU Texas game because 
North Carolina is undefeated in ACC play. They travel to Wake Forest, and Wake Forest is actually a three and a half point favorite. This might be the highest total of the season. 76 and a half, I'm seeing. 70, 77 and a half. Looks like it's going up. So we're approaching the 80 for points. Uh, EB, you like uh, any action here? ACC? I was probably going to stay away from it. Maybe, I don't know. That just If anything, I was going to hit the over, but it's still pretty high. But this, I mean, these two teams are just going to score points. And I don't know which team's going to win. Was, I think it's going to be like a last last team that has, has the ball, the ball is yeah win. i mean they had an unbelievable game last year uh 58-55 wow i wish you didn't tell me that i'm already on the yeah. under <laughs> <laughs> oh my god north carolina scored 24 points in the fourth quarter to win by 3 that so. makes me feel like Normally, when I see an over that, I mean, I saw 77 and a half, so I was just looking for any excuse to take an under. <laughs> that actually seems low, granted that you just said they combined for like 110. And neither of the teams have really changed. If anything, North Carolina is probably better on offense. I was going to say, yeah, the only, I mean, Hal's gone. That's about it. Yeah, it might be. This guy might be an improvement. <laughs> That's crazy. I did see the total has gone under for the last five games for Wake sneakily, which was oh. like really surprising. But Holy I think they been... so they're they're fa- Wake is favorite favorites. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like the last game. It's like oh the undefeated God. conference that's, team is rolling into town, seems and your favorite so, seems so square. I think the smartest thing Ethan said there is uh, just I'm going to stay away from this one. <laughs> oh, I don't think I could tell you which one of these teams is going to win. I feel actually like fairly good UNC should win. So that means Wake will probably win. And my gut was to take the under as well at 77 and a half until you told me the, yeah, 113 points last year. So yeah, I might just watch this one. Stick with the under. That's a principal play. So you try not to overthink it. <laughs> it's just too high. <laughs> All right. Last game. Utah State at Hawaii. We don't get the midnight kick, but we get an 11 p.m. kick. Utah State's favored on the island by 11.5 points, and the total is 54. Trav, I got to tell you, I know we're big over guys for these games. You got to be careful here. These Hawaii's been going under pretty much all season. Yeah, yeah. I think I did stumble across that, yeah. Three and seven. Oh, three and seven. I thought it might have even been worse than that. Um yeah, I mean, I can start here. So um, they're playing on the island. I did not watch the game last weekend, so it doesn't count. Uh, how many games have they covered? If you just forget about last weekend, quite a few. So I, I'm going to take Hawaii getting all those points. Throw out last weekend. I think they're still on a four-game cover streak then. Yeah. And we're throwing out last weekend because it wasn't on the island. Can we do that? It, yeah, and I didn't watch it. Yeah, both of those. Okay. <laughs> so we're taking the rainbows. Yeah. Oh my God. I almost, I'm not going to take the under cause I'll fall asleep. Like I can't just take the under, but I might take all those points and the under because I don't know how these, how would these guys score 52 and a half points? Just, Hawaii three and seven and Utah's state is two and seven. 
on, on over Oh, wow. And they and they that number starts with a five. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> eleven p- upon further review, eleven PM. I think that's still late night on the island. It, it, shit could get nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turnovers, streakers, punt returns. I, I'd be careful. <clears throat> the under is definitely Todd, the play. Todd Graham shows up. Like the under is the smart play, but just it's yeah. Todd Graham shows up, (laughs) pushes Timmy Chang to the side. (laughs) That guy, that guy with the dreads that played on the Titans shows up. All of a sudden, Marcus Mariota. (laughs) No, 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 no. That guy with the hucking passes. Cole. uh, (laughs) Oh. No, what was his name? Wasn't it something Cole? Wasn't it Cole something? Cole was Cole. McDonald? Yeah. Cole McDonald. He had blonde dreadlocks sometimes, I feel like, but I'm sometimes not. <laughs> I feel like his first name is not Cole McDonald. I mean, that literally sounds more like old McDonald. Yeah, it was. <laughs> old McDonald? That's him. <laughs> it is Cole McDonald. Yeah. What's he up to? Free agent. Yeah, that's straight flicker. <laughs> it's a flicker. He's got to be a California flicker, right? Yeah, he's California. La Habra, California. Yeah, that's got to be like, yeah, someone explained to me that like no, uh, the northern part of California is the biggest flickers that you'll ever meet in your life. They didn't use the word flickers, but I knew exactly what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the rainbows uh, plus 11 and a half. EB, any interest in staying up till <laughs> two to see if a twenty dollar bet cashes. <laughs> might have to now. You said shit might happen, so I might. I can't miss that. Yeah, the streams yeah. have been on fire this year too. It's just the sketchiest website. Travel text me here. Go on here. You don't have to actually sign in. <laughs> no, it's an app. Yeah, it's honestly it's better than anything. I I watched the Hawaii game on a on a app three weeks ago. And I could not get the Penn State game. I had to illegally stream that. So figure that one out. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, it makes no sense. All right. How is this just not on like an ESPN Plus or something? They like lost rights or something to the yeah they got yeah Spectrum, Spectrum Sports or something. Yeah. yeah, it's bizarre. But so now there's I a free app. Somehow there's just a free yeah. app. Yeah, it's the team <laughs> Team One Sports app. It works actually fantastic. Nobody's making money, but there's an app. It's run by the sports media students. <laughs> yeah. It kind of does give off those vibes, EB. It actually does remind me of like maybe like a yeah, like a high school football game kind of vibe. So does that guy with the really weird cadence does he announce games anymore for Hawaii? No, we went over this. He's dead. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Do you have a name on him? Uh, some Hawaiian last name. I think his first name is Robert. <laughs> well, shoot. Rest in peace. Yeah. I do <laughs> vaguely remember you telling me that now. He died last year. Okay. COVID, I think. Legend. Legend calling those games. All right. Other plays. Uh, any just outside the box games you want to fire off, boys? Uh, the guests can go first. The only one I had was. UCLA, Arizona, over 77 and a half. Ooh, 
That's a lot of points. You're taking two over 77 and a half this week. He didn't love the other one. Oh, he didn't okay. really love the other one. He oh, didn't okay. love the wake one, but. Oh, I was going to say, you got you got bigger balls than me. Um, yeah, that's no, actually, just, Arizona should score some points. They did not last week, though. They've been just putting up unbelievable amount of points this year. Just not last week. I I swear they did not score much last week. I saw the Delora guy was like. Kinda, yeah, they scored 20 last week. Why do okay. I feel like they're Arizona. They're giving up a bunch of points, too. So Why do I feel like I checked the scoreboard? Every Sunday morning, and USC beat Arizona. Did that happen recently? <laughs> that game's been played uh, October twenty ninth, forty five to thirty seven. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. They did play Arizona State like a couple weeks ago. I guess I get those schools all confused. USC just pounded somebody else, right? And it wasn't Arizona. Trav, you didn't um, have eyes on your Trojans. I guess not. Uh, no, they did just pound somebody. I don't watch uh, California. Now. Cal, okay. That's Cal, oh, Cal hung in that game. Yeah, forty-one thirty-five. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't that either. Shoot. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead, Trav. Whatever you got. Okay. Um. So, like I said, six rack not not finalized yet. I do have about four or five here, and then some of the other ones I'll have to put in later. But basically, uh, uh, I did take the rice over again. They're playing Western Kentucky. It's over sixty-one and a half. It's eight and one now this year. It's basically hitting eighty percent since last year. I think I was going to try and maybe run this one by Zig and see if we could get the green light on this one, uh, along with the military under as far as trends that actually do seem to be working. So um, we, I do have Oregon minus 13, which I mentioned earlier. Um, I have the Kentucky Vandy under 50 and a half. I think a couple of weeks ago, you kind of casually mentioned that um, something about Kentucky hitting all these unders. I feel like you should be yelling that from the rooftops here, man. I mean, it's they're one and eight now. They've hit five, uh, one and eight against uh, uh, over under this year. They've hit five unders in a row. Uh, the fact that this number starts with a five is pretty shocking. So um, I could see this basically being this total being in the 30s, I think. Uh, like 27, 27 10, something like that. Um, I took Arizona State, Washington State over 57 and a half. To me, these guys can both score some points. Same logic as EB in the other game. Um, geez, uh, last week. Um, Arizona combined for 66 points with its opponent. Washington State combined for 86 points last week with its opponent. I think Washington State probably wins this at home, but I think both teams in the 30s is pretty realistic. I feel like both these teams can really score some points. As far as exhibition plays, call me a sucker, but I'm going to jump in on Iowa with you here. They're playing at home against Wisconsin. That seems like a game they would like really want to win. Um, and... I think Wisconsin, I, well, both these teams are trending in the right direction, but I think Iowa can get it done. Um, I have Georgia Tech money line, which we talked about earlier. I have um, Mississippi State plus 17, and I am going to take the over team. Uh, I think I might take the Mississippi State over uh, their team total, just as a little middle finger to Jake. Um, and then I, all I have left is uh, NFL plays. <laughs> just blatantly going against my pick. You weren't even interested in the team total till I till I brought that up. That's messed up, man. Okay. Uh, fr- I wanted some Friday night action, so I jumped in on the Buffs to cover thirty five points on the road at USC. I mean, if you can't cover five touchdowns, what are we doing out there? Oklahoma, West Virginia. I like the over sixty six. This is a game I bet on several years ago. I still think about it. Uh, when I fall asleep at night, 
I think the total was in the mid seventies and it went over early into the game, third quarter. Tulane minus two hosting UCF. That's a big American uh matchup. So that's some implications here. I'm gonna fade the UCF tool on the road. And Iowa State, Oklahoma State under 49. This looks like a misprint to me. We've talked about it a few times. The Iowa State defense is, is very good. Oklahoma State looks officially broken. Things are messed up. Uh, they haven't been scoring any points. I think this has a chance to go like way under, like 20 or 30 points sort of thing. So Yeah, I love that one as well. I don't know why I didn't have that jotted down. Yeah, so I grabbed a- the 49. Adding. adding. I got to add the rice over myself. I pretty much forget it every single week. And then you, then you list it off and I take it. Well, I did forget those two weeks and it hit both times. So it's all good. We're still ahead on that for sure. All right. So we, we can go to NFL, but before that, maybe let's just everyone, your favorite play of the week here for the, for the cursed. Podcast <laughs> this will not hit. Um, Geez, uh, hold on. One more I got to throw out. Baylor money line is down to minus 126. Don't sit that out. They're playing Kansas State. Baylor at home. <sighs> Love that. Why does every week it feels like Baylor has a money line that's like between minus 150 and plus 150? And it's like they seem to and win. They always all those. win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Except BYU. I'm scouring the board, but I kind of just like that last pick I named more than anything. I might just do the Oklahoma State game under. Um, I'm not messing around with the rice over. I already lost the one time I lost this year. It cost us. Um, man, I think I like. I'm gonna take Kentucky Vandy under 57 and a half. I just I don't. How would they score that many points? Unless you want me to leave out an under, I can get it on no. several other take things. It. Yeah, take it. I could I could take uh oh man. I just love that one so much. Hey, second, I'm probably second I'm probably wrong. Is how you get into trouble here, Trav. I'm probably wrong. I'll cancel so. out your under. I'll take an I'll take the over Oklahoma West Virginia one. Sixty six, so it'll be like sixty. E B, what do you like? Winners. I, I really like that Penn State line. Just don't don't do that. You don't <laughs> you like it? The, are you doing this to us? You're gonna make it I hurt financially and emotionally. Oh. I mean, should Penn State win by ten or eleven? Yes. Oh, I kind of like the emotional component to it. I was like literally just kidding. I I'm I'm glad he feels that good about it. Hey, the one time we've put them in the teaser, it worked, and it was the first week of the season. I think. Do it, Eb. Yeah, yeah. I just I like the Penn State. All right. Favorite, by the time we move favorite. that, it'll be Penn State by a touchdown does the trick. Yeah, exactly. yeah. All right, easy. All right. Do you guys like any NFL? I'm laying off the NFL. I put a couple twenty dollars bets in. I feel like I went over, like over three this last weekend. Thankfully, they are uh, exhibitions. You took you took uh, Seahawks. Oh, I never pulled the trigger on it. Oh, God, man. That was your one play. Took yeah, the Dolphins. Right. feel like I was on the right side. Didn't work. Took the Packers. I officially know the Packers suck. I'll never fall for it again. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to do that. No, they they could turn it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's enough. 
Uh, only a few plays in NFL that I had really. I feel like I've been look. I've been following the Falcons covering like every week because they were on that hot streak and they're minus three against Panthers right now, which Ooh. I feel like they should be able to cover that. God, yeah. So who knows? Point. Who? I mean, Panthers looked just awful last week. So, and they got Corral or whatever Patterson back, and he was pretty awesome. So Thursday night action. All right. Mm. Uh, the other one was, uh, I think who were Raiders playing? I think the Colts. Maybe. I think it's my six and a half. Yeah. Raiders at home with the Colts. Oh Jesus! How did we not yeah. talk about this? I'd like to. I'd like to jump yeah. in on this. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to jump in on this. Yeah, that so, seems like a no-brainer. I'm I'm ready to fire here. If you guys are ready for this, so we we hired. I I think this is the craziest thing that's ever happened in our life, guys. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, a man that has never been above a high school football coach, and like. I think was possibly fired from his high school coaching job two years ago is coaching an NFL team this weekend. Okay. I'm like picturing him showing up. Like he doesn't know any of these people he's coaching or anything. So is he like showing up? I'm just picturing like a, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves hardball type vibes. Like, Hey, my name's Jeff and I'm going to be, I'm going to be your coach of your team for the rest of the year. And I saw that the guy, I just, I keep waiting for it to get better, but today I read the guy calling plays has never called plays before. I, yeah. I don't think we've ever experienced anything like this. The only thing that ever could have topped this is if the Browns actually hired Condoleezza Rice. That's it. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Instead, we have Jeff Saturday coaching the the Colts. The, the Raiders are such a shit show. They should win this game by so many points. <laughs> I agree. That's why I was like six and a half. They're going to yeah. get it by a touchdown. Yeah, They're I couldn't believe it was that low. I thought it was going to go up to like fifty. It, I, didn't, I guess I really by didn't the time know. the game comes around, it will be at like nine, right? It's just oh, going to keep moving. I, is anybody? Just, is there anyone out there that's saying, "Oh shit, Jeff Saturday's coaching"? Like he'll have the boys fired up. What is he saying? What is Jeff Saturday telling the guys at the half to make adjustments? Well, I really haven't watched you guys a whole lot this year, but you know. Did you see we, someone busted him for that tweet where he said like the Raiders suck this year? He just sent it out like a week ago. Oh, like the God, ultimate that's not iron. Good. That's not good. I love that even more. Yeah, let me get a direct quote on that. But someone busted him. He was literally just making fun of the Raiders, like before he knew he was going to be an NFL coach. I I can't get over it. I I think it's the craziest thing. You basically hired like a or you fired like a brilliant offensive mind and and brought in a did you see what he had to say about a that random too? Person. I mean, this is this really shouldn't be shocking. Like, didn't Jim Ursay just get caught with like all sorts of drugs and pills, and we just kind of like brushed that one off? He went to classes, took a few classes. The quote was like, someone was questioning him on like this guy has no experience, and he was trying to spin it into a good thing. And he's like, I actually, I'm glad I got my hands on him before he got into this coaching industry and got into all these analytics and stuff because now he's going to be able to like coach more freely and he he won't be worried about the numbers. I thought it was the opposite. I thought he said like he wants somebody that, (laughs) that was like following along with the analytics. You're telling me it's the opposite. He just wants, he literally just picked a guy that hates analytics. Yeah. Tough, tough nose guy. He's just going to want to run the ball up the middle. The problem is, is he's going to have to figure out like, 
what they call he he doesn't know the plays. He doesn't yeah. know that like the the route like he doesn't know the route tree probably. <laughs> like I'm just picturing like someone coming off the field and be like, "Yeah, he told me to run this." I mean, I don't think Jeff Saturday knows what that is. <laughs> I, I saw the one thing they're like, "This is like this is a great hire because you know you know who's like Jeff Saturday can get a hold of Peyton Manning anytime and like." Oh, yeah. Are they just going to throw Peyton on FaceTime during halftime? And yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, let's yeah. listen up. I got Peyton here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. No, that's hysterical because I actually just listened to the Broncos. They're going to fire Hackett. Uh, they're going to hire Sean Peyton. And uh, Sean Peyton is going to bring in uh, Peyton Manning as the GM. And they're like dead serious about this stuff. So Manning's going to be coaching the Colts and managing the Broncos. So things could get kind of wild. Sounds like we're living in a simulation or something. Like I found the quote. I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. I'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league because it's tough for all our coaches. They're afraid they go to analytics and it gets difficult. He doesn't have all that. He doesn't have that fear. And there was no other candidate. We were fortunate. He was available and he has tons of experience. No other. <laughs> he has no exp- he has none he's he's a i try to figure out what he's doing right now and it's not it's not trans it's not completely transparent but i think he's an espn analyst like occasionally yeah. like once every three weeks they have him on yeah they would literally be better off if matt ryan became the head coach dude this quote is- i agree i could not <laughs> how do you guys more. feel about this that's a better quote. hire you nailed yeah. that. You nailed that, man. Yeah. Just plugging Matt Ryan in. Yes. No. Yes. I think there's a better chance that would make a lot more sense. Yes. How do you guys feel about this quote? Want to bet against this guy? Put your money down. I'd love to see it because I know what he's about. Jim Irsay said that. He's talking directly to us three. Yeah, I'm about to put a lot of money down on it. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think we'll ever experience anything like it again. I mean, I guess maybe at some point, but I mean, not in the near future. There's never been anything like this ever. They, I, I, when I saw they hired Jeff Saturday, I go, oh, it must be like offensive O-line. analyst or something, O line coach or something. Yeah, didn't know about it. No. And actually, my first thought, my actually, my first thought was, oh, I didn't know. He was the offensive line coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that should be interesting. Hopefully, he knows like how to use a plate, uh, use the uh, like the headset. How about throwing a flag to challenge the play? That should go really well. Um, I mean, ups. How about like I don't? Does he have a structure? I I can't get over any of this. I I cannot. It's it's going to be comical. It has to be. Yeah, that's must see television. Just waiting for a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that he was uh, twenty and sixteen as a high school head coach. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, what do you even do with that? Like, even even if he had coached high school for like twenty years, you'd be like, can I apply this information? Like, definitely not. What, what was he against the spread? <laughs> that's wild yeah that that was a long tangent but i'm glad you brought that up it's like the one the one other bet you like i like the raiders playing the colts yeah i don't i think i'd do it up to 14 
<laughs> I think he threw that number out. No, no, you said nine. I'd definitely do it up to nine. The Raiders are so bad. I I want McDaniels fired if they oh. don't win this game by a touchdown. That'd be demoralizing. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. Fire fire McDaniels and then hire Ricky Incognito as their head coach. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Just incognito. Wear pads too, just in case. <laughs> just coaching pads. <laughs> Trav, did you like any NFL games outside of that? That was it. That was Sounds like we're just gonna down. go all in on on the Raiders <laughs> yeah. and lose a bunch of money here. No, I know. Yeah. I can't wait for the Colts to win. It's gonna be. It's gonna make no sense. Yeah, all the cameras will be pointed right to Jeff Saturday's smiling face. What is what is Jeff Saturday going to say to Sam Ellinger when he throws a pick and comes off the field? Well, that's, that. that's only the third pass I've seen you throw this year, but holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. They're in some sort of defensive coverage there where you can't throw it to that guy. I don't know what the coverage is, but... <laughs> it's just like, you're starting? Where's the <laughs> other guy? They're going to try and pound the rock. I think I would just take the... Is if there's like a over under on Jonathan Taylor's rushing attempts, just take the over on that. I'm gonna put that into my six rack this week. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, just run the hell out of the ball. Yeah, forty. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's it for that's it for plays. I still have one remaining college football trivia. If you guys want it. Yeah, give it to us. Okay, this is the fewest yards of total offense gained in a single game by one team. I guess I'll uh I guess I'll give you a date for context. This is 1947. I don't want to give you any other information than that. So just total offense, what's the fewest yards a team has ever gained in a college football game? Is it negative? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You both like in the negatives? You're, yeah. on, you're on the Big right track. track. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So know. how how deep do you want to go backwards here? Negative 121. <laughs> it's got to be uh, like that Georgia Tech game. I was just Somehow look that up. doesn't contain every record ever. It's a little fishy, to be honest. I was going to take, uh, looks like Jeff Saturday was number 63. Give me negative 63. <laughs> uh, Travis closer. It's negative 47 yards achieved by Syracuse. Again, this is 1947. They actually passed for 60 yards, but they ran for minus 107 in a 40 to nothing loss to Penn State. Uh, the... The Orange finished season three and six. They averaged 8.6 points per game. <laughs> and it's it's just hilarious to me that they threw the ball ahead for 60 yards, but then they just got stuffed that many times. <laughs> well, is it is it sack yards? It has to be, I guess. They, doesn't college football track sack yards? Unless they didn't track that it's, back in the day. But yeah. I don't know. So now, I, like look up. now I think it do, it does go against your 
rushing yards in college. Rush yards. Yeah. 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 And in the NFL, yeah. it goes against your team passing yards, but not your quarterback's passing yards. Just to basically Correct. like fudge the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, that's all I had. I actually need to reload those. I have one I'm like happy to hang on to, depending on what you have dialed, EB. I don't have any. So I have a quick one. I guess I got to, I guess I have to go quick here. So I stumbled across the name Mike Price the other day. Do you guys remember this guy? He was the coach that was hired at Alabama in 2003, but he never coached a game because he was fired for uh, like frequenting campus area bars and strip clubs. And he had like an $1,000 charge to his hotel room for having an unknown woman uh, at the hotel room. I don't remember I don't that got, story at all. Early 2000s? You don't remember that? Yeah, 2003. So then they basically... Before he even coached, um, they had to fire him, and then they hired Mike Shula to replace him, and that was the guy, basically, uh, who they fired, and then they hired Nick Saban. So, uh, but anyways, this Mike Price guy, you don't remember these scenarios at all because uh, I'm about to fire off a few more scenarios like that where basically the coach got fired. Uh, that's kind of the theme uh, without coaching a game. I mean, so I'd I'm love to give hear you... these. Oh, without so coaching gonna... a game. Without coaching a game. So I'm going to give you – these are recent guys. So I'm going to give you the – year and the team and then you're going to tell me uh who they hired initially and why they got fired or left okay uh we'll start with the bunny here 2000 this is pro and college so i have 2000 new york jets the belichick correct do you know why uh why he left i'm going on a napkin wasn't it i don't know Oh, I yeah. thought he was thinking about I thought he was like interviewing with someone else immediately. Yeah, well, yeah. So he took the Patriots job, I think, like six days later. But um, so basically, the reports are he wasn't happy with ownership. Um, but it, it is a little bit ambiguous. Um, he has since said that that was the greatest decision of his life. I actually saw that quote. <laughs> and uh, instead, they hired uh, Al Gro was the guy they uh, hired to replace him. A little tidbit there. Okay, two thousand one Notre Dame football. Do you guys remember this one? Urban Meyer. No, no. <laughs> uh, George O'Leary. Do you remember this? Does that no. ring a bell? It, Not at all. Sounds like assault. That name. Did he like okay. punch so, a kid or something? No. So they hired him. He lied on his resume and said that he played football for three years at UNH. Um, turns out he never played at all. And then the AD was basically like kind of like, extended an olive branch like hey we all make mistakes as long as you didn't lie on anything else you're good to coach and then he came out and said that he actually just made up that he had a master's degree on his resume as well <laughs> he said it was from nyu stony brook which is a non-existent college <laughs> uh kind of named after like two s- separate schools nyu and stony brook i guess so um and he only took two classes at stony brook so he made that up and then basically they had to fire him and then they hired uh, Ty Willingham. You guys probably, do you remember him? The name sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, did he coach yeah. at like Washington as well? Yeah, he coached at Washington after uh, Notre Dame. So yeah. I feel like Ty Willingham was a big deal. I, um, Yeah, the George O'Leary thing was odd. like That guy brief. was just addicted. That was like a two-week thing. Lying on his resume about weird. He probably just lied on it so long ago he forgot. Because um, he was pretty old when they hired him. So um, EB, you will get this one. 2011 Pitt Panthers. Mike Haywood. Mike Haywood, that's Haywood. correct. Um, we don't need to get into what, what happened with that. Another domestic abuse. We've talked about that a little bit too much. Do you know who they hired after Mike Haywood got hired and fired? 
Todd Graham. Todd Graham. Nice. I, I couldn't believe that when I read that. I felt like there had to be somebody else in between, but yeah, they, 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 they fired that guy and then hired Todd Graham. I cannot believe that. A beacon that is, of morality. Those are two of the worst hires I've ever heard in my entire life. Anyways. You could do an entire another travia on yeah. like Todd yeah. Graham's firings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Uh, speaking of terrible hiring. So uh, 2017 Tennessee football. Do you guys remember this? I almost forgot about this. This guy was is this hired. Is this a Lane for, Kiffin? Uh, yeah. I must have been actually after Giano. Lane Kiffin left. Greg Schiano. You got it. Yeah. So supposedly like Sandusky ties was kind of like the, like the reason for why they got rid of him. But it seemed I thought like, it was just, yeah, I thought it was just the fans just hated no, the hire. I think that's what it was. And I think they needed to justify it with something. So they kind of went, yeah, they kind of went with the Sandusky yeah. thing. It was pretty messed up. So then, um, after, after that they hired, uh, Jeremy Pruitt also terrible. So those two, <laughs> that is four of the worst hires, uh, ever. <laughs> um, Temple, and then my last one's Temple 2019. This one always is kind of bizarre to me too. Do you guys remember this? Matt Rule? No. Uh, this geez. is after he left, right? Um, must oh, have been. I remember this. It's a guy. Is it Manny Diaz? It's like someone that it is. Okay. It yeah. is. Manny Diaz was hired for three weeks oh, and yeah. then resigned and went to Miami where he was like the defensive coordinator uh, three weeks ago. And Mark Rick just like abruptly retired for like health reasons. So he was the coach for three weeks and then he went back, um, which was super bizarre too. I feel like in the grand scheme of things. So, um, and then Slightly Temple hired job. Just- Temple hired Rod Carey, who I, I've never heard of that guy. And he's since been fired. So good ones. So you think Jeff Saturday, <laughs> if he just gets to the game on Sunday, he's already doing pretty well. They should have just hired Ed Ogeron, interim. I'd say that's a better hire. I, I, I'm, I'm can't I can't stop thinking about the Matt Ryan thing. I think that's a much better hire. <laughs> if you're gonna sit him, if you're gonna works. sit him on the bench, yeah. If you're gonna sit him, if you're gonna sit Matt Ryan on the bench, I'd rather see that guy coach. I've got a nine-hour drive from Omaha to Indianapolis, so there's nothing to say that Ed Ogeron could not do that. Just coach at both those schools. <laughs> all right so that's the pod thanks for tuning in thanks to eb for coming on appreciate you brother it's good thanks for all the winners week yeah appreciate the winners eb if you could if you could snap the streak we would be so appreciative (laughs) we'll see about that you went to the wrong person it's a low bar basically just you went to jeff saturday for some picks that's what i'm telling you right now (laughs) Oh, come on. Don't sell yourself short. (laughs) All right, and we will talk to you all next week. All right, see you guys. See you, buddy. See you, boys. What a good place to be. Don't